A podcast network. Hi, this is Michael Ian Black, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with your host, Andras Jones. Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. We're in the studio, tempting fate. to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, here at Black National Studios in Missoula, Montana, with our musical guest, Ermina Jean. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's great having you here. And now we begin the part of the show where we get to meet your friends, your collaborators, your compatriots, your neighbors, and maybe your nemesi. <gasps> Not in this case, though. This is a friend. A friendly person who refuses to sit in your presence. If you're standing, she's standing. That's solidarity. That's Welcome to close. Radio 8 Ball, Maria Kendra. Hi. Hi, Maria. Now, <laughs> don't be scared. <laughs> I'm scared of interrupting anyone who's talking. Oh. That's well, the fear. We both have interrupter anxiety. It's one of the reasons we get along. Well, then I invite you both to challenge that by interrupting me as much as possible. You are invited to interrupt me. Okay. In fact, okay. Okay. <laughs> it didn't take you long. That's good. What do you got to say? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> well, I mean, tell me, tell us why you thought Maria would be a great guest on the show. How does, how do you know this fabulous oh, person? Maria might be my first Missoula friend. Moved here in 2005 and she was my dorm roommate and I didn't see her in person for four days because we had such opposite schedules because I was partying and she was going to class and we slept in opposite hour segments so <laughs> when we finally met we became fast friends and then we traveled together lived overseas together she slept walked onto a train onto a train <laughs> A moving train? We might have to cut that part out. I'm sorry. Okay, I forgot your parents don't know. <laughs> wait, wait uh, but okay. But, wait, but, neither do we, because you okay. just—it doesn't make any sense. How do you, how do you sleepwalk onto a train? Were you just like so tired that you didn't, you weren't aware that you were awake? Yeah. You didn't like get out of bed, 
go buy a train ticket, get on the train, and wake up in Dusseldorf. No, yeah, I was traveling in Italy, and it turns out there's this great system there where you can sleep in train stations, um, which happens a lot because there's so many strikes, like union strikes. So a we lot could of learn from them. Travelers get stranded, and they have rooms where stranded travelers can stay, and then also people just sleep on the steps who are traveling, and there's security guards walking around and lots of people. Um, so I had spent several nights sleeping in different train stations before I rendezvoused with Yermina and another girl. And then I convinced them how great it was to sleep in train stations for free and <laughs> ended up getting too cold and slept, walked onto a train. And I think it was really a combination of wine and being tired. And so getting on a train that pulled through the station seemed like a good idea. Yeah, so I looked for her for about six hours in the middle of the night. Uh, Were you panicked? It was my you must... first day in Italy, and I didn't oh. speak any Italian. Oh, wow. It was terrifying, yeah. actually. But then she came back on the same train in the morning. Yeah. All the, the conductors <laughs> Like were Charlie really nice on the MTA. <laughs> they waved goodbye. The security guards walked around like they were sleepwalking and teased me. It worked out good in the end. Thank goodness. But that was the scariest moment of my life. Yeah. Ditto. Yeah, that was the sc- it was the scariest moment of your life too. Uh, maybe, maybe it's the only time that I mean, I, there was nothing I could do. No police would listen to me or n- understood what I was saying. I was just wandering around to the darkest corners of a train station in a foreign country by myself, looking for Maria, and then it sounds terribly a romantic. Man, a man started following me. Oh, that's just starting, um, that's starting to sound scary. Yeah, but he had a plastic bag full of Ferrero Rocher chocolates, and he was just feeding them to me. Um, like you were some like a goose or a yeah, it was really nice. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then and then he uh, kept trying to act out that he had seen her get on the train, but I didn't understand. He was he was oh. doing charades with me, trying to show me what she had done, and I was just like, "What are you fucking talking about?" And then it made total sense once she showed yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> wow, this is it's like a fantastic little short film. Yeah. Like it has all these nice little setups that get paid yeah. off at the end. You should, yeah. There's like two separate stories that were happening yeah. separately at the mm-hmm. same time. One is a comedy. One is yeah. sort of a scary, creepy chocolate romance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was funny to wake up on a train and not know where you no, no. was. No, 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 <laughs> it's funny. It, that's it it's not funny to you, but to the camera, the person who oh, yeah. like that, that's a com- that's sort of a comedy. That's a lot of there's a lot of room for physical comedy oh, in yeah. that scenario yeah i love physical comedy like mr magoo you know so anyway that's a that's how you know i couldn't help going into um, unfortunately sorry so thanks for good radio since you've been friends for all that time you have had an opportunity to watch the evolution up and close and personal of ermina's songwriting career i would imagine that before college you weren't making you know you were still had you already were you already playing guitar yeah Already uh, writing songs? Um, yeah, I started when I was 11, but... Wow. Didn't you write a song about shoes? I did. And it's really A gray pony? Yep. When you were She's 11? so good. She remembers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but great. Maria was also in my band, Butter, for a long time. She was the bass player, so she's been a part of my oh, musical life, too. Excellent. Yeah. So do you still play? Dabble. We have a Patsy Klein cover band together called Patsy Grime. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you sing? Do you both sing? Do you sing as well? 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We all take turns singing, playing different instruments. We all want to learn more. Groovy. Um, yeah, Caroline Keys is in it as well, which was cool. Yeah. Well, awesome. next time, like you know, we've done we've done a lot of tribute Radio Eight Ball. Like we were saying, we want we want to do a Kinks tribute. We've done yeah. a Nilsson tribute, a Tom Petty tribute, a Joni Mitchell tribute, and a Posies tribute. And we're doing the Beat Happening tribute on our next show with with Chris Sand and so Patsy Cline that's you know we could do we can have something to we could do a Patsy Cline tribute yeah Yeah. we can make that happen yeah so okay well let's let's dig into the musical divination here I know that you have a whole lot of questions a lot of them have you narrowed it down to Oh, that's why you were looking at your phone because you're. I was like, "Wow, she's so rude. She's looking at her phone." <laughs> no, I'm no, like thinking. She's trying about to figure out a question. No, no, it's, yeah. that's great. <laughs> it's like when you're a kid in school, and I still get this even as an adult going around the room where people have to take turns talking. Oh, I like, hate that! Don't pick me! Don't pick me! <laughs> and then the whole time I'm just worrying about what I'm going to say, and then I say it, and it's just like falls flat. <laughs> <laughs> Story of my life, too. <laughs> well, those situations are usually just like, say who you are and something about yourself. It's not like it can really fall flat. Like, you forgot your name? <laughs> and everyone else is doing the same thing. Everyone else is not listening and just thinking about what they're saying or being like, oh, I said my name without sounding like an idiot. Now they're going to sound like an idiot. <laughs> I have actually mispronounced my own name. Really? <laughs> yeah. What do you do when you? How do you mispronounce your own name? I don't know what I did. It just sounded really. It wasn't my name. <laughs> That's how anxiety works, though. You can't. You can't control. Can't it. Can't control it. I think I said like, Hermanina or something. Hermanina. <laughs> it was a hard day or something. I actually I do a, spend a lot of time correcting people. My name is Andras, and people yeah. pronounce it Andres, Andres, and I've had several situations where I'm like. I'll, make a big deal about pronouncing my like Andras correctly and then there'll be another and then I'll turn around and say pronounce my name Andras mm-hmm. to someone like it's Andras I'm Andras Jones and I'm here what the fuck <laughs> so it's not just uh, anxiety it's also just plain old stupidity sometimes right yeah so, except for in my case though. yeah yours is anxiety mine's yeah. stupidity that's uh that's how it works sometimes so, you hear what you want to hear <laughs> So yeah. maybe in their head they said Andras. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But now I'm not going to be able to think of her as anything but her manaimana. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> Don't put a microphone in front of me ever again. <laughs> oh, no, it's fantastic. You're very charming. You're very charming. So, uh, but we still need a question from you. Okay. Do you know what it is? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Uh, I've been thinking about this question a lot for a while. Well for the last like year or two um and i've been wondering if like the thoughts and opinions i have about anything are really my own thoughts and opinions or if there's something out there controlling me that i can't see but i'm like being influenced by it ooh the bandersnatch paradox mm. Are you, is that what you're referring to? 
I don't know. The Black <laughs> the, that's the latest Black Mirror episode. It's Bandersnatch. Oh. It's about someone who's being controlled by an outside force. So that's your oh, question. So the question is, <laughs> oh, you'll, this is your so you're totally zeitgeisty with your question. So uh, the question is, are your thoughts your own, or are they being given to you by some outside source? Yeah, and even like just like decisions I make. Like, am I really my own person who can decide? for myself or is there something else making the decision for me like all of that okay well now to engage the pop oracle you get to spin the wheel of eight na 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 wheel of eight song number four wow trying Jean, 
the answer to uh, Maria's question, are her thoughts her own, or is, are they coming from some outside source? And again, uh, I, I guess I'd like to say at least once an episode, that's, this question is obviously your question, but for everyone, anyone who's listening, this is a question we could all maybe think about from our own standpoint. So maybe it's not just, you know, are you being controlled by some outside source, but are we all potentially? So what can you tell us about the background of that beautiful song, that chorus? It's just it's, oof, Thank you. wonderful. Um, oh, give me I shivers. think, you know, that song is actually being controlled, about being controlled by, by other forces, uh, both, uh, I think, uh, screens and uh, media and just the people that are kind of always putting pressure on you and uh, alcohol. Mm. Uh, and also secrets, you know? Um, but like secrets about sleepwalking onto a train? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you tell the whole world. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, and um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like for me that actually, I think it answered your question quite well. Like yeah. I'm, well, how so? Like how, how? Because like how so? Because you have, maybe you have some insight into. Well, you know, there's probably conversations you've had before about this very thing. I just think that um, I'm not sure that any of us. Oh, this might sound really bad, but. I don't know that we have any original thoughts left sometimes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I feel like our decisions are really um, heavily influenced by any number of things that you just never even think of that are going on around you at all times. And what pops up on the phone, what pops up, pops up uh, on the edge of Facebook or, you know, what your friend thinks is cool, what your mom tells you is bad, you know? Mm-hmm. So, well, what did you think, Maria, about that as the answer to your question? I take it you've probably heard this song before? I have. Yes. It's hard not to clap at the end. <laughs> you can clap. <laughs> like a proud parent. <laughs> <laughs> it's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous. Yeah. Is that a new a newer song or is that? I wrote that in 2013, but I've never recorded it for uh, for anything. Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's just on video, I guess, on YouTube, but that's it. And now it's on Radio Wake. Yeah, so limited release yeah i feel like the oracle answered my question in some way um like you were saying Irmina, that the some of the lyrics really stood out to me about being influenced by alcohol and that line about drinking mm -hmm. um and then secrets that are your own or other people's. Um, I guess, like, the more you know about the world and maybe things you're not supposed to know but you do anyway can influence you in some way. Um, and then also, at the beginning, is there a line about the sea? Or Yeah, it's about, it says the waves are still waves licking are still as hard licking. as they want. Yeah, I just think, it just that, like, oh, yeah, even, like, how I often feel controlled by the moon mm -hmm. and the tide changes yeah. based on the moon mm -hmm. and lunar cycles. And just even that, like, cosmic force influencing yeah. me. So, yeah, I think 
think I answered my question. Yeah, and I'd like to clarify that I don't think you have an alcohol problem. <laughs> Just throwing that out there. No, we. Glug, glug, glug. I think like our society and yes. me sometimes I've had. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. even like I have, I drink and I think sometimes I mm-hmm. think things when I'm drinking that when I'm not, I wouldn't say that I would agree with <laughs> those thoughts. <laughs> Like when you pretend to be British to yeah. strangers. <laughs> no, no, you should do that's that's an advertisement for alcohol. That makes it look fun. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the it's the e- the emails in your sent box the morning after that are the ones that kept me. I'm like, why did I say that? Luckily, I don't <laughs> online shop or email when I've been drinking. Well, that's good. that's good. I feel. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> You're really good at ignoring your phone, which is actually like a yeah. Which amazing. is ironic because I was looking at it earlier and mm-hmm. felt rude and was also perceived as rude temporarily. <laughs> temporarily. But then I realized you were just being thoughtful. So well I'd see again that's this is this is Can the you nature look at of your phone and be thoughtful. Absolutely. <laughs> You're being thoughtful to whoever's trying to reach you on the phone while you're talking to the person you're with. So, I mean, so, okay, so I have a couple of ideas about that. First of all, another double meaning word, like trying and trying, like, like it could be like, this is so trying, and I'm trying. Uh Uh, I'm trying to find, I'm trying to, like, you're trying to find an answer to this, trying to find a way towards your essential self with this question. That's what it makes me think of is like, what is me? And what is all the other stimuli that I have taken on that I now think of as me that is just given to me? Uh, that's how I that's how I took it. I mean, there's also the idea that something is potentially controlling you from totally outside. But I don't. I'm I'm generally a paranoid person who believes that there's a lot of conspiracies going on, but I also think that they're a little bit more complex than one person. Although we recently had an author on the show who was talking about how the the whole she's a, a chemtrail activist and researcher and her for the whole theory around chemtrails is that they are they're basically putting bio organisms into us that are making us not human like human hybrid somethings oh. that are easily that are more easily controlled. Uh, so there's that that's a possibility i mean everything's a possibility but the one thing i guess this is where i'm going to go to the place of singing the praises of this format which i do pretty regularly on the show but this is kind of the idea is like you said there's no original thoughts and i think there's probably some argument for that uh but i think there are original and unique combinations of thought at specific times Mm -hmm. and that's the thing that i like i like the idea of taking a song that exists on its own and a question and throwing them together and allowing something to happen randomly in a way that I like, I want to be able to believe in the things that I led into my brain as being real, as opposed to just manufactured to make me feel a certain way. And this is kind of reaching towards that. Like, okay, we're all, we all have our own agendas, but if you throw them all into a pot and then, mix it up and nobody knows how it's going to happen. There's no way to control it. And there's no way to control the synchronicity that's happening for the person who's listening, who is having this experience show up in their life in a way that's like, holy shit, I was thinking that exact same thing just today. How did I, you know, this, there's no way they could, was, did someone control me and make that happen? 
Or does synchronicity just kind of, is that the nature of synchronicity? I can honestly say to whoever that person is, I have no control over your brain. Mm-hmm. No one here, no one in this room has control over your brain. And you might think, because I'm talking to you, that I do have control over your brain. <laughs> but all you have to do is, and I don't think you should do this, but you can always turn off the podcast and my voice will stop. If it doesn't, see a professional. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, this is, Radio 8 Ball does invite all listeners, but I do feel like it's that place where... A lot of our listeners are people who I think of as being kind of genius, but also a lot of them are people who have been diagnosed as, you know, needing a, a pill to get their brain right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I just think that's the kind of the nature of the uninspired, controlled thinking, controlled brain world that we live in. And people who think outside of it are often pathologized when they're actually just a next level of thinker. So. Yeah, some of my best friends and smartest people I know are bipolar, you know? Yeah. Which is, you know, why, why stick to just two? It's multipolar. <laughs> Come on. We're not, let's not get into dialectics here. It's all on a spectrum of polarity. Yeah. So, yeah. It's, oh, the, 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 the boring world likes to make things either this or that. Right. When, get away from the binary. Yes. In general. In general. Yeah. yeah. Except when you're flipping a coin. I would love to see someone flip a coin and then have it just land standing up. That happened. There's a, what is the movie that there's a great movie that that happens in? What? Twilight Zone? Really? Oh, it is I a Twilight. Yeah. Start making movies. Yeah, you should. You have all these plots. <laughs> you got the you got, got the movie maker friends. Yeah, let's get in, you know. <laughs> this has got a lot of Hollywood listeners for the show, so Don't someone steal out there. my ideas cuz they've already been done. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out original thought. <laughs> One time I thought I made up the word Garfunkel, and it turns out it's a person. <laughs> I was so pissed. <laughs> but then excited when I found out who Simon and Garfunkel were. Got better. I can't top that. <laughs> that's that's a great. I remember like sitting in fifth grade, being like quietly pretending to listen in class, and being like. I need to come up with a new word. Like, gar. Gar, gar, gar. Yeah, it needs something else. Like, garfunk. No, it needs to be garfunkle. Yeah. <laughs> what was the word somewhere... mean? I don't know. Oh. It means a man with an afro, a Jew with an afro who stands next to a short genius. Art. Art Garfunkel. Oh. Yes. That, that was describing Art Garfunkel there. Yeah, yeah. It's that. weird. Garfunkel has been coming up in crazy synchronicities. That's a, it's weird that you brought him up because my mom just had this synchronicity where she was in a locker room and she met someone who was friends with Art Garfunkel. It turns out he's like a math nerd. He's, like re, he's still like really a super smart mathematician. Oh, wow. So, cool. Cool. There you go. There you go. Wow. Crazy Garfunkel Learning knowledge. Every day. Yeah. Have you seen any of his movies? Mm-mm. Oh, no. Carnal Knowledge. Mike Nichols' uh, f- follow-up to The Graduate. I think it was his follow-up to The Graduate. And oh, it's with Jack Nicholson and oh. Anne Margaret and Candace Bergen and Art Garfunkel. Oh. Anne Margaret's amazing in it. Wow. Cool. Yeah. It's a film about terrible, terrible men. Sounds right up my alley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was ahead of his time, that Mike Nichols. I love terrible men. Yeah? 
Sorry. <laughs> I'm just saying. We didn't invite we didn't invite any of them to the show, but <laughs> maybe maybe tomorrow. <laughs> no, no, no. No. Oh, no, we we try to we I wouldn't actually I wouldn't turn away a terrible man from a radio eight ball because it would probably, you know, this this format I've always wanted to have do a mix a mix up of like having like Ani DeFranco and then Rush Limbaugh. Mm, what would it what would it consider like if you ask a really terrible offensive question, I still feel like the pop oracle would be able to give a reflection that would I maybe mean, be uncomfortable to be in the room with it, but I feel like that would be a really potent answer. I think everyone would have some the more we more intention we have on it, the more the more powerful it is. So mm-hmm. if you, if some that was happening, everyone who listens to this show and knows is probably not in alignment with that is going to be like, what the, yeah. And then that's going to be incredible mm-hmm. energy. So anyway, well, yeah. we should keep moving because, you know, there's so many guests coming along, but you're so much fun to hang out with. The two of you have a great little chemistry. It's just, I feel like I want to be in your bubble of friendship. I got to be in your bubble of friendship for just 20 minutes. It's really nice. It's so, a good bubble. It is. Thank <laughs> you. And I'm sorry for judging you as being rude when you were in fact <laughs> being studious. I forgive you. <laughs> That's sweet. Thank you. I appreciate that. I really wasn't upset, but I forgive you. I really didn't think you were that rude either. <laughs> wow, everyone's friends. Oh, That's so, so sweet. Okay. Our voices all got so much smaller. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio 8 Show. It's a good show.